0: Hi, everyone. This is your 1001 Stories Network host, John Hagedorn. And I want to thank each and every one of you listeners for the support you've given 1001 Stories from the Old West. Kevin Sykes will return in the fall with a bunch of great Old West history. But during the meantime, we'll be running episodes of the old radio show, Tales of the Texas Rangers, which features actual stories from the files of the Texas Rangers from about 1936 through the late 40s. This show did very well from 1950 to 52 on NBC Radio and was successful in transitioning to TV on CBS from 1955 to 1958. I especially enjoy the episodes where they go after him on horseback. That still happens today in Rough Country where they need to go after fugitives on horseback, keeping America's past alive. It's time for another episode of Tales of the Texas Rangers with Joel McCrae. Hope you enjoy it.
1: It's National Wheaties Week. <laughs> yes, it's National Wheaties Week, and Wheaties present Joel McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. On stage tonight, transcribed from Hollywood, another in the Wheaties' big parade of exciting half-hour presentations. Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Pearson. Texas, more than 260,000 square miles. And 50 men who make up the most famous and oldest law enforcement body in North America. Of the Texas Rangers come these stories based on fact. Only names, dates, and places are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. Tonight's case Fool's Gold.
2: shortly after 9 a.m. on the Tuesday after Labor Day, 1946. Two men in a late-model black sedan cruise slowly along the main street of the town of Live Oak in West Texas. All right. Let's go over it once more. We've been over it 20 times, Foy. Let's get it done. I ain't taking a chance on you making any mistakes. I ain't making mistakes. Think I want to go back to Huntsville again? Haven't done anything but case this bank since I got out of the pen a month ago.
1: You sure there's no guard?
2: No, I told you. A town like this. <laughs> Ain't got but two tellers in the cage. Got an alarm system, though. One of them moves for an alarm, start blasting. How are we going to hide out afterwards? You leave that to me. We'll beat our way back to where I've been working. Roundup will be starting tomorrow. And I'll get the old man to take you on until things cool off. That's good. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna suspect a poor working cowpoke. Here we are. You keep me covered while I cash the check. Yeah. Beth ain't never cashed a check like that before.
3: Shut up. Hi,
2: gentlemen. What can I do for
3: you?
2: Cash this. Sure thing. What? Pass over $5,000. Come on, and don't move funny or I'll blast you. They're
3: robbers. They're robbers,
1: you crazy old... Let's get out of here. We'll drop anybody who gets in the way. Come on, comments, hurry. Get in. And they're
2: pouring out of that place back there. They'll have to roll fast to get us. Look out. Car coming out of that side street. Let them look out. you gonna hit. Ah!
3: That poor child, there's a blood all over him. Gotta get out. Gotta get away. Oh. Hey, driver of the Sedan, is alive. Hey. He's alive. Hey. Look at that oh. fallen
2: boy. Your head's not oh, bad, mister. You better oh. get away from me?
3: Wait, get he's away from he's me! Get away from me! Get away gun.
2: partner, it's National Wheaties Week. It's celebrating time, and I'll tell you why. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. Think what that means. There's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. Now, doesn't that say vitamins and minerals and energy, energy worth talking about? Sure, first thing in the morning, Wheaties and milk and fruit. Join me tomorrow. See how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. (laughs) Texas Highway Patrol threw a guard around the wrecked cars and notified the Texas Rangers of the attempted bank holdup and the fatal crash. Ranger Jace Pearson was assigned to the case. Howdy, Jace. Glad to see you. Howdy, Rhodes. Pretty bad. Who got here first? I did. I was patrolling near Landmark when the call came through. Which one was the bandit car? It's a the black sedan. Who was in the coop man and his kid they took away you didn't miss anything by not seeing it jeez where are the bodies The doctor had him taken to the hospital basement how about the bank teller he's alive but he's unconscious deputy sheriff's with him one of the stick-up men got killed in the crash you know yeah been able to find the driver no not yet cut down that street and into the hills according to witnesses sheriff has the dogs and posse after him who owns the sedan? Don't know yet, Jace. We're checking on it. Let's have a look at it. Okay. Hmm. Blood on both sides. Steering wheel, too. Means the driver must have been cut on his head or his hand. Had a gash in his scalp. Yeah. Hit the windshield on this side. Mm, a couple of hairs stuck to the jagged edge. A dark brown. Yeah. The druggist got a good look at him. Saw the whole thing from his store. Came out to help and almost got shot. Is he around? Yeah, he's right over there. Mr. Weber
3: Yeah? A hey, ranger
2: sir.
1: wants to talk to you. Hey, Let him, sir, will you, boys? Yes, sir?
2: You see the man who was driving the sedan?
1: Yeah, saw him up close. A call coming
2: in on our car radios, Jason. Excuse me. Sure, Rhodes. What did he look like?
1: Uh, six feet, maybe. Built solid. Boots, jeans, and work shirt. Of course, that could fit a thousand men, but this one had a couple of gold teeth right in the middle of his mouth.
2: Gold teeth, huh? Anything else?
1: Nope, except for a bad cut on his head.
2: Bad enough to need stitching? Sure was. Hmm. Yeah. Got a flash on the sedan, Jason. It was stolen during the night or early this morning over in Rankin. I thought so. we better get over to the hospital. I'll call headquarters and have a lab man sent down to go with the car for fingerprints. Not easy to lift him from that car, Get pretty smeared with all the blood around. Yeah. And even if you do get him, you still got to find the man that goes with him.
1: Here's the body, gentlemen. Lift the sheet if you want.
2: Anything on him, Doctor? Nothing at all. Not even a mark that might identify him. Don't want to see the father and the child, do you? No, that wouldn't help. Rhodes, we can fingerprint this one. Might help us find his pal that way. Yeah. You can do me a favor, Doc. Sure. The killer who got away cut himself on this glass before I send it to Austin. I'd like to get his blood type from it. Can you do it now? Sure. Go upstairs to the lab in 15 minutes. Have it for you by then. Thanks. That blood type will give you something to go on, Jace. I hope we don't need it. I wish there was some word from the sheriff's posse. If they had him, I'm afraid we'd have heard by now. Yeah. I might as well walk over to the sheriff's office while we're waiting for the doc. Mm. We can go through the next room and up the front stairs. Okay.
3: Uh, that's the kid's mother. Did you come to see my boy and my husband? Did you know him? No,
2: ma'am, I... I didn't.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: maybe you ought to go home for a while, ma'am. Yeah?
3: Why should I go home? There's nobody there now. He wanted his daddy to be the one to take him to school. He was just being registered. His first day. Take it easy, ma'am. I we was so proud of him. All last night he slept with his little red pencil box in his hand. I just bought it for Saturday. I never even learned to write his name. <laughs> Nothing we can do to help her,
2: Chase. Not here. No. Could be my wife and kid. Or yours. Yeah. Any more on the bank teller? Uh, deputy reported he's still unconscious. We can look in the room when we get back to the hospital after... Hey, look! It's part of the sheriff's posse. Hey, you find him? No. Followed a blood trail cross country, but it made the river, and we lost him. No
1: chance of getting him now.
2: Flew in and went to work on the car in the hands of the dead bandit. Highway Patrolman Rhodes waited for the report while I went back to see the doctor at the hospital. You got it yet, Doc? Uh-huh. Just finished. Blood types A-B. A-B, huh? I don't come across that very often. No, it's very rare. About one in... Oh, excuse me, Ranger. Go ahead.
1: Hello? Yeah, I'll be right in. What? Yeah, he's here now. I'll tell him. Goodbye. That was the deputy
2: from the bank teller's room. The teller just died. Unconscious all the way? Nope. Came to for just a second before he passed on. Did he say anything? Nothing you don't already know, Ranger. The man who shot him had gold teeth. It was night before the fingerprint crew found anything. I unloaded my horse, Charcoal, from the car trailer and was watering and feeding him at a delivery stable when highway patrolman Rhodes rode over the reports. Come on, boy.
3: Come on. Well, Chase,
2: we know who the dead one is. Let's see. John Cummins served four years Huntsville armed robbery. No family, no known associates since leaving penitentiary. That's no help for finding the other one. No, could have known him before he went to prison or after. Anything on the car? Yeah, here. Hmm prints, but no clear ones. Except a full thumb impression on the cap of the gas tank. Haven't got anything on that print yet, though. Whoever it is, he has no record in Texas. He will have. B.I. may have something on him. I'm not going to wait around here, though. I don't like it either. Bud, which way can you go? Both ways. Car was stolen in Rankin. That's west. I'll head back that way. You take the highway east. You got a plan? Something will keep us busy while we're waiting for a report on that thumbprint check every doctor along the way and see if any of them have stitched a head wound for a man with gold teeth for a good part of the night and half the next day i covered the towns and the back roads between towns country doctors and emergency hospitals but none of them had seen the man i was after then finally ktxi in san angelo came through ktxi calling unit 10 ktxi calling unit 10 Unit 10 to KTXI. Go ahead, KTXI. Have report for Unit 10 on thumbprint, pharma, gas cap of stolen car. Subject known as Robert Tromer. Believed to be in or near Santa Rita.
3: Maybe working there. Occupation automobile mechanic.
2: Unit 10 presently located Regan County, 40 miles from Santa Rita. We'll continue investigation. Unit 10, 10 10-4. Sundown when I reached Santa Rita, but Robert Trummer wasn't hard to locate. The local constable told me where I could find him. A service station about a mile out in the highway. I drove out there.
1: Howdy, Ranger.
2: Howdy. Your name, Tromer? Yeah. You can turn off that water and dry off your hands. Where were you yesterday morning at nine o'clock? Uh, I was right here working. Why? You sure you weren't in the drover's bank at Live Oak? Of course I wasn't. Wasn't, huh? Move over here under the light. All right, now smile. What? I said smile. Say you weren't at Live Oak yesterday morning, huh? You heard me. Those gold teeth say you were. Oh, Granger, I... I the I... bank teller's dead, Trummer, so is a five-year-old kid and his father. And your pal, Common's. I don't know what you're talking about, Ranger. Try remembering, Tromer. You got a cut on your head. Take your hat off and let's have a look at that. Sure, I'll take my hat off. Well, you're looking, Ranger. You see any cut? No. No, Tromer. I... I don't see any cut. So if the guy you're looking for has a cut on his head, Ranger, it ain't me. Happy National Wheaties Week, everybody. From the Wheaties people, from me, and right now from the man stepping up to our microphone from backstage, the hard-working director of Tales of the Texas Rangers, Mr. Stacy Keach. Well, how's it seem, Stacy? Gosh, Frank, th- this doesn't seem like work. Now, imagine getting paid for this. It seems like fun to be able to get up here and talk about Wheaties. Well, it is fun, you know, and particularly on National Wheaties Week. It certainly is. And, folks... Backstage, we're celebrating just like we hope you are. Nothing dramatic, you know, just Wheaties with milk and fruit first thing in the morning. An all-star cast if I ever saw one. Try Wheaties yourself, so we'll know you're listening. They're great. Sure are, Stacy. And thanks for talking for us on National Wheaties Week. I took Trummer with me and drove back to Live Oak was no cut on his head, but he fitted everything else. His print matched the one on the gas cap. I stopped at the hospital and Tromer consented to have his blood type taken. When the doc gets through testing that, he'll only tell you what I told you before. My blood type is O. Come,
1: Come in. in. You sent for me, Ranger?
2: Yeah, Mr. Raver. You ever see this man before?
1: Hmm.
2: He looks like the fella. Why, you... Hold it, hold it. Oh. Now sit down. Well, Mr. Raber, is he or isn't he? I've seen him before. Where? Was he the man who climbed out of that wreck? Look, mister, maybe you did see me before. I run a gas station 30 miles down the highway. You might have seen me there. But you didn't see me here yesterday. How about it, Mr.
3: Raber?
1: Ranger, I'm not sure. After all, the fellow that got out of the car had a gun in his hand and blood all over his face. All I remember is them gold teeth.
2: I ain't the only man in the world with gold teeth. You may be telling the truth, Ranger. You're after a blood type A.B. This man's blood is pretty common. Type O, like he said. The case against Troma was falling apart in my hands. I only had one thing left, his fingerprint, tying him with the stolen sedan. I took him over to the local garage. Recognize this car, Trummer? Your thumbprint was right on this tank cap. So I gassed the car up at the station, maybe. That's how my thumb... Hey, let me see that cap. Well? I sold a tank cap like this yesterday morning. Had to pry his old cap off with a chisel. Look, here you can see the marks. car wasn't hit on this side. Keep talking. Well, this guy came in for gas early, 6 a.m. I was just opening up. His tank cap was the kind it locks, and he didn't have the key. said he lost his key. even had to jump the switch to get the car started. Here. See why there's a jumped on this one. I know that. That's how it was stolen. Didn't you think of that when he didn't have the keys? Oh, Ranger, it happens all the time. People are always losing keys. I've done it myself. Oh, I should have known there was something fishy about that guy. Why? Oh, because he didn't have any money to pay for the gas. Didn't tell me till I'd filled it up, either. Why'd you let him leave? He took ten gallons and a gas cap. Bill came to, uh, two, two ninety-three. Left me a hunting knife and a sheet for security. Worth maybe eight or nine bucks. Did he come back for it? No, I got it locked in my tool chest back at the station. Would you know the man if you saw him again? I think so, but it's just getting daylight. Oh, one customer's face looks like another. But I'd remember him. He have gold teeth like you? That's something I can't tell you. Was chewing a cut of tobacco and talking through it. Come on, I'll drive you back to your station and have a look at that knife. Chase! Saw your car outside. Hi there, Rhodes. I checked a lot of doctors on the East Highway. None of them did the kind of stitch job we're looking for. I may have a lead. Get in your car and tag after me. <laughs> Here's the knife, just like he left it. Fresh honed and clean as a whistle. No prints on that blade. Rhodes, take a look at the sheath. Design burned in the leather.
3: Yeah.
2: They engraved them pretty fancy sometimes. Uh, this isn't an electric engraving job. It's not good enough. Owner burned this in himself. Probably used a hot wire. Uh, that drawing looks like a buffalo head, Jace. But it isn't. No. Smaller drawings around it look like trees, like. Some scene he was burning out while he... Yeah. Yeah, Jason, something like that you see way off from the highway. State 23, west of Rankin. That's it, Rhodes. Buffalo Mesa. Let's get up that way and see if we can find a doc who stitched a head cut. (laughs) It was mid-morning when we reached the area. There were three doctors in a 20-mile radius. The first one had nothing for us, but the second one... Yes, I stitched a head wound like that day four yesterday. Cowpoke, uh, Joe Foy, fell off his horse. Matter of fact, he was in here this morning, about three hours ago, to have the dressing changed. If you put on a fresh dressing, the one you changed is in that trash container, isn't it, Doc? Why, yes. Any blood on it? Of course. Cut was deep. Hasn't healed yet. Can you get that dressing out and check it for blood type? Well, it'll take a few minutes. I waited a couple of days for this, Doc. I can wait a few more minutes. Hey, y'all, Ranger. Unusual classification, type AB. That's it, Chase. Yeah. You know where this Joe Foy works, Doc? Why, Ben Kenner's place. Left at the crossroads and six miles out. Right near Buffalo Mesa. Thanks, Doc. Come on, Rhodes. All right. Oh, Doc. Yeah. Foy has a couple of gold teeth, doesn't he? Gold teeth? Why, no, Rangie, he doesn't have gold teeth. I'd found one man with gold teeth, and he wasn't the right man. Now I had another one to go after, but he didn't have gold teeth. Rhodes and I drove out to the Kinney Ranch. The only one around was an old woman.
3: I'm only the cook
2: here. Mr. Kinney and the men who works for him are out on the roundup. Where does Foy bunk? Just over there in the barn There's a small room. You want to show us? with me. This his bunk? Yeah. Hey, Jace, look. Carved in the edge of the bunk. Yeah, Buffalo Mesa. That looks just like the one on the sheet. Better have a look through this footlocker. Likely he'd have his gun with him, isn't it, Chase? Just making sure. Hey, what is it? Hmm, oh, carton of chewing backer. Hey, that fits fellow at the service station said our man was chewing when he stopped there. Yeah, and I've seen this brand of chew before. If my memory isn't lying, there's something else that fits.
3: Uh, you shouldn't tear off Mr. things.
2: I just want to see one of these plugs. Here's the answer, Rhodes. Yeah, the plugs are wrapped in gold foil. Yeah. And if I tear off a square of the foil and put it over my front teeth like this, I look like I have gold teeth. And every witness who saw Foy was throwing us off the trail instead of helping. I wonder how he thought of it. Mm -hmm. Probably got the idea on his way to Live Oak when he saw Trummer at the gas station. I'm going to take charcoal out of the trailer and ride out to the range. I'll get a horse from the corral. Oh, thanks, Rhodes. But you better stick here. If Foy spots me coming, he might make a run for the ranch and grab a car or a pickup truck. You stay here and see that he doesn't get to him. Joe Foy? No, I'm Kenny, Ranger. Foy in some kind of trouble. I'd call murder plenty of trouble. Murder? Yeah. Where is he?
1: Down the Royers, rounded up strays. Glad to show you.
2: All right, let's go. You know where Foy was Monday? Took the day off to fix his gear up and get ready for the roundup. You see
1: him during the day? Nope. Went over to his bunk that night, though, to see why he didn't show for supper. Had a cut on his head. Said he fell. Doc had him patched up.
2: Yeah, I know about that.
1: Hey, there he comes now, around the mesa.
2: Hey, he spotted us. He's turning back for cover.
1: Get up, Charco. Get up. Hey, turn behind here. Oh, Whoa. oh boy. Ranger, you're hit. Here. I got to get him. Oh. You hit him, but he's up. He's running for the river. I got to get him. Come here, Charco. Come here, boy. Left shoulder looks mighty bad, Ranger. You can't chase him like that.
2: I hit him. Come here, boy. (coughs) If he can move with a bullet in him, so can I.
3: Get up, Charcoal.
1: Of the wines and bins, can't see far ahead with the Willers hanging over
2: it. I'll see him when I get to him.
1: I'm going to bring you in, boy. That
2: bug will
3: kill you, Ranger.
2: You better kill me, boy, or you'll never leave another dead kid in the street.
1: You ain't far ahead, Ranger.
2: Not as far as he'd like to be.
1: You can hear him moving.
2: Yeah.
1: Stop. Listen, he ain't waiting anymore.
2: He stepped out of a streamer. Or he's waiting in ambush. You better stay behind me, can you? From it and, and one of them was a clear red blood spot.
1: Look out, Ranger! Come on! Don't look like he's going to need the electric chair, Ranger.
2: Yeah, I... I guess you're right. I sort of forgot I was hit. Uh, Thinking about what he did to a few other people. Uh. The body of Joseph Foy was definitely identified as that of the killer and hidden rum driver. A ballistic check showed that his gun was the weapon used in the murder of the bank clerk. Ranger Jace Pearson was taken to the nearest hospital where, after a blood transfusion, he was pronounced out of danger. Are you with us out there? Are you celebrating? Well, it's National Wheaties Week, you know. And here's our star, Mr. Joel McRae, following up another great performance tonight with a few words meant for you personally. Joel, I'm enjoying being a Texas Ranger, and I hope you're enjoying it, too. As a matter of fact, I sincerely hope you've enjoyed it enough to go out and buy a box of Wheaties on Monday. If you do, that's the way we'll know. Your purchase of one box of Wheaties. Will you do that? I think you'll like them. Good night. Thank you, Joel McRae. And how was that for a sporting proposition, folks? If you like our show... There's a way to let us know. Just see your grocer about those Wheaties tomorrow. Remember, there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. And goodness knows how many flakes there are in a box. Yes, there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. And you know the value of whole wheat. Necessary vitamins, minerals too, and whole wheat energy worth talking about. Go ahead. Have Wheaties to start breakfast tomorrow. Wheaties with milk and the fruit you like. Breakfast of champions? Well, I should say so. Try them and see how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. Come on, it's National Wheaties Week.
1: Come on, everybody, to the Wheaties party. Eat a lot of Wheaties, like the champions do. Dance together, cheek to cheek. This is National Wheaties Week. Eat a lot of Wheaties, like the champions do. Wheaties, a breakfast of champions. Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. Joel McRae will soon be seen in the Universal International Technicolor production Saddle Tramp. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, High Averback, Paul Freeze, Herb Butterfield, Dave Ellis, and Lillian Byers. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murcock, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Peach. Hal Gibney speaking. And this is the Wheaties
2: man, Frank Martin, inviting you to listen on Wednesday night to Brian Donlevy in Dangerous Assignment on the Wheaties Big Parade. See you then. This is Joel McRae. A small boy is hungry in Italy tonight. You can feed him, comfort him, make him believe again with a package from CARE. No profit to care, just food for hungry kids. 550 does it. To care, New York. Care, New York, 550. Will you do it? Listen for Dennis Day and Judy Canova returning October 7th on NBC.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early,
1: Yes, it's National Wheaties Week, and Wheaties present Joel McRae in Tales of the Texas Rangers. <laughs> On stage tonight, transcribed from Hollywood, another in the Wheaties big parade of exciting half hour presentations. <laughs> From the files of the Texas Rangers come these stories based on fact. Only names, dates, and places are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. Tonight's case, the open range.
2: It is August 4th, 1948. Maury Buckler and his son Dave are driving across their ranch in a jeep, dropping off salt cakes for their cattle. How's oh, the last stop, Pa? Here. Yeah. Well, drop this one here. What's the matter, Pa? Well, the last salt cake we dropped here is hardly touched. Look at it. Huh? Why, yeah. No point in leaving another one. There's usually quite a few head around here. Wonder why they're not touching it. Suppose somebody could be running them off? (laughs) Rustlers, paw? That's kind of out of date, I'd say. (laughs) say, I'd maybe there's a break in the fence down by the old road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you better drive around the cottonwoods and have a look. There's a break. We can fix her right now. I'll have to go back and get horses, though, if we're going to pick up the strays. Yeah. We'll be able to see the fence now as soon as we get over this rise.
1: Hey, Pa. Hmm? Pa, a big truck down there and a bunch of men and some of our stock. So that's what's been happening to them. Speed it up. I'll get my rifle back
3: here.
1: The see is coming.
3: You fellas better stay right where you are. Oh, uh, oh Dave. Dave. Come on. I'll get you for this.
1: of the Texas Rangers will continue in just a moment.
2: It's National Wheaties Week, all right, and it couldn't happen to a nicer flake. Because, look, there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. And you know whole wheat. Of course, the naturally sweet whole wheat flavor of Wheaties is important, too. And good? My, my, come on, help celebrate National Wheaties Week. Just buy them, that's all. Buy them and see how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. Dave Buckler managed to drag his father to the Jeep and drive to the nearest hospital, but the father was dead on arrival. Sheriff Clyde Johnson immediately called the Texas Rangers and Ranger Jace Pearson was assigned to the case. What are you looking for, Ranger? Ranger? I thought we'd find some truck tire markings here, Sheriff. Ground's plenty hard, except for the dust settled on top. That'd hold a track, but... Hey, look. Hmm, just a big, wide mark. Yeah, probably some brush hung from the tailgate of the truck. Wiped the tread right out behind him. Let's go through the fence.
3: Yeah.
1: Must have been operating right about here. Yeah
2: plenty of cattle tracks, but no boot prints. Wiped out their tracks like they did with the truck. Smart. Probably dragged branches behind them. You can see where they were here, though. Back of crumbs and paper where they ground out their cigarettes. Yeah. Looks like 15 or 20 head they run off from the marks. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go back to the car for a second. Now, how do the bucklers brand their herd? Oh, mm, just a simple letter L. Buckler's wife's name was Lou. Do you know if their brand has been registered? I don't believe it ever was, Ranger. Why? Gotta make a radio call to KTXA in Austin. Unit 10 to KTXA. Unit 10 to KTXA. KTXA to Unit 10. Go ahead, Unit 10. Unit 10 requests headquarters to ask all commission houses to be on lookout for marketing of any cattle carrying letter L brand or any altered brand that might have been made to cover letter L.
3: Will do, Unit 10.
2: May be part of stock stolen from Buckler Ranch on 8-4. Notify Unit 10 if any lead turns up. Unit 10, 10 10-4. We'll keep Unit 10 informed, KDXA Austin. Good idea, that call. Might get a lead. Yeah, when we get through here, I want to go into the hospital and see Dave Buckler. He might just be able to describe the... Hey, wait. Hmm? What do you got? Old cigarette lying right here near this bush. And scorched. Somebody started to light it but didn't finish. Yeah. That's the matchbook lying in the bush. Whatever happened, it made a fellow forget about his cigarette. Must have been when the bucklers came over the hill. Feller saw him, threw the cigarette and matches down just as he was getting ready to light up. Yeah, that could be all right. Half the matches are still in the book. Ones that are missing are all torn off from the left side of the book. So? So the man who had this book of matches is left-handed. Let's get into the hospital. No, Ranger... I'm right-handed. So was Pa. Matches couldn't have been ours. Just making sure. Can you describe any of the stock they made off with, Buckler? Well, yeah. And most of them were white-faced. But there was one of the calves that had a mottled face. Mottled, huh? Yeah. Good. That helps. My Pa was such a good guy, Ranger. I wish I could climb out of here and help you find those dirty... Can you give me any kind of a description of the men? No never got a good look at them. A couple of days went by, then a week. There was no sign of the buckler cattle with the L brand. I went back to headquarters to see Captain Stinson. Uh, no sign of those cattle, huh? Not ahead, Captain. Well, they might be afraid to unload them so soon after a killing. That means they'd have to vendor or alter the brands and put them out to graze. I don't think they'd want to be too close to them for fear of being spotted. Neither do I, Jace. That's why I've got an idea. You ever think of trying Camp Hood? No, but I should have. It's a perfect spot for them, 35 square miles of free grazing land. Yeah.
1: Ever since the Army deactivated the camp, a lot of ranchers have been using it. Our last check showed 15,000 head there. All kinds of brands. Fattening up until the owners cut
2: them out for marketing. Sure. And Buckler's cattle with altered brands covering that L could be waiting there for the thief to come back and get him whenever he wants. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's a lot of territory and a lot of cattle for one man to cover. I'm going to have Bud Kurtz come in and go with you. Kurtz? Fine. The commission houses are still on the alert. We got them stopped on the
1: selling end. Now it's up to you to find those cattle. They're the only key to the killer. <laughs>
3: Kurtz
2: and I drove to Camp Hood, unloaded our horses, and started to check the open range. In three days, we ran across more than 50 brands, all legitimate. But on the fourth day... (laughs) Cow folks are pretty busy, Kurtz. Yeah, cutting out a few calves over there. There's a branding fire and two men. They see us coming. Keep your eyes peeled. They may be all right, but if they aren't, one of them may throw a gun. Oh, Oh, boy. Howdy, Rangers. Howdy. Let that one go, Pete. No. Hold him for a minute. What's the matter,
3: Ranger?
2: Let me frisk you. I'll get this fella. Why? What's wrong, Ranger? I ain't got no gun. Just checking out. What's your brand? Nothing on this fella, Jay. Well, there's
1: the iron right there.
2: Jay in the center of a box, huh?
1: Yeah. My name's Jack Stern. Got a ranch up in Box Canyon. Brand's supposed to be
2: Jack in the Box. What are you doing with this stock? Well, changing over to my brand. From what? An L brand? No, Square U. Like that one over there. Ain't added my brand on him yet. Well, take a look at it. See? Yeah, I see. It's a Square U now, but it was an L. That brand's been altered. Okay, let him go.
3: Find something, Jase? Yeah.
2: Where'd you get this stock? I bought him last night. Anything wrong? They were stolen a week ago. I got a bill of sale for them, Ranger. The fellow who had them was cutting them out yesterday. Said he was taking some steers to market, but he wanted to sell the calves for $60 a head. So he wouldn't have to keep coming all the way back from Rollo to get them. Came from Rollo, huh? That's what he said. Look, here's the bill of sale. Name was Vic Morath. Ranger, you must be making a mistake. Maybe. How many calves he sell you? Eight of them. Boys bought these two in here, and they're getting the others now. Good. Is there a model face in the bunch, Stern? Well, yeah, there is. Guess that settles it, Jace. This is Buckler's stock. Yeah, we better drive them out and have a van pick them up. Lab can examine the brands. Now, what about my money? Your claims against the man who sold them to you, Vic Morath from Rollo. If that was his right name. If he moved steers out too, Jace, they should be turning up at a commission house in a day or so. Yeah. In the meantime, Stern, I'll have to hold you and your boys in custody for possession of stolen property. Ain't it enough that I lost
1: $480?
2: Maybe it'll teach you not to pay cash for cattle until you checked on them. I didn't pay cash. I gave Marath a check. A check? You mean he took a check from you?
1: Yeah. Hey,
2: maybe I can stop payments. You won't have to. We'll do it for you. Where's your bank? Ranchers and Merchants
1: Trust in Abilene. The president knows me. His name's Chalmers.
2: All right, Stern. Kurt, you bring him and his boys into town with a stock. I'll meet you there. I got to get to a phone and call that bank. I rode charcoal hard into town, found a phone and put a call through for Mr. Chalmers, president of the bank in Abilene. But I was too late.
1: I'm sorry, Ranger Pearson, but Mr. Morath cashed that check shortly after we opened this morning.
2: Did you ask Morath for identification?
1: Yes, but he didn't have any on him.
2: And You cashed the check anyhow?
1: Well, he asked us to call his bank in Rollo for a reference to save him time. He even paid for the call.
2: You mean he actually comes from Rollo and they've heard of him there?
1: The Rollo State Bank said he had an account there.
2: But you don't actually know whether the man was Morath.
1: Well, after all, Ranger, when the man paid for the call to his own bank in Rollo...
2: Did Morath endorse the check?
1: Yes, it was endorsed in my presence.
2: Will you rush that endorsed check to my headquarters? I want to look at that signature. When the check came through, Kurtz and I left for Rollo, Texas. At Rollo, we went directly to Morath's bank. Uh, Vic Moran? Well, yeah, I know him. This his signature? I'd have to compare it with his signature card just a moment.
3: M M A M A S M A U. Ah, yeah, here
2: we are. Uh, now we take both signatures and see. They're not the same, Jace. No. Thank you. Anytime, Ranger. Come on. But now, Jace. Moran's ranch is only about a mile out. We better drive out there and see him. <laughs>
1: won't have a drink, Rangers?
2: No, thanks. Hello. So somebody's been using my name, huh? Looks that way. You know who it might be? No, but it's a cinch. it wouldn't be a friend. Forgery's a mighty low trick. I figure it may have happened a hundred times before, Mr. Morath, but this is the first time we caught it. I'm mighty glad you did. I don't like my name being mixed up with thieving and killing. Of course, you'd never see the checks. They'd go right back to the man who made them out after they were cashed. Anybody ever forged your name to a check that went through your own bank? I know. If anybody had and I knew it, I'd have taken a bullwhip to him. No help here, Chase. No. Well, thanks for your cooperation, Mr. Morath. We can find our way out. So long, Mr. Morath. You sure you won't take one of these before you go? I'm having another. No, thanks. That certainly led us into a blind pass. Huh? I said Marath was no help. What's the matter with you, Jase? I was just thinking of that book of matches I found on the range out at Buckler's. The ones that were dropped by somebody left-handed? Yeah. I watched Marath pouring that drink for himself. He's left-handed, Kurtz. Well, that's mighty thin and circumstantial, Jace. Sure, I know it is. Just a passing thought. I better call KTXA. Unit 10 to KTXA. Unit 10 back in service. KTXA to Unit 10. Have message for you. Go ahead, KTXA. Cattle with L. Brand offered for sale this afternoon at Tully Commission House, Fort Worth. Cattle inspector reports Brand might have been L. Brand from Buckler Ranch. Did Commissioner get name and address of seller? Seller refused to have check mailed. Said he would pick it up tomorrow after stock was weighed and priced. Gave his name is Vic Morath, Rollo, Texas. Just left Morath at home in Rollo. Unit 10 and Unit 6 proceeding to Fort Worth. We'll be there when Commission House opens in morning. Unit 10, 10 4. Got a long drive ahead of us, Jace. Yeah, but this is the break we've waited for. <laughs> it's not so important now, is it, that Morath happened to be left handed? Not now, it isn't.
1: In just a moment, we continue with Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jace Pearson. It's National Wheaties Week
2: everywhere, even backstage in our studio here tonight. Sure it is, we're all buying and eating Wheaties this week. And here's living proof, the man who dramatizes tales of the Texas Rangers, Mr. Joel Murcott. Am I right, Joel? Are you getting your Wheaties? I sure am, Frank. And not only that, I've got Wheaties written to the breakfast script for Mrs. Murcott and our four kids, too. Seems like eating Wheaties is little enough to do for them when they do so much for us. Folks, I hope you feel that way, but even if you don't, try Wheaties once. Just to show us you like our shows, what do you say? After all, National Wheaties Week only comes once a year. Thank you, Joel Murcott. We reached Fort Worth during the night and examined the cattle in the commission house stock pens. They were part of the buckler L. Brands, all right. All next day, Bud Kurtz and I were staked out in the commission house office. The man impersonating Morath never showed to pick up his check. Well, have to wait again tomorrow, Chase. I don't think so. He won't be coming. What do you mean? Our man didn't show because somebody tipped him not to show. Think somebody in the commission house slipped up? Maybe not, Kurtz. Maybe we slipped up. Maybe we did. What do you mean, Chase? I'll tell you as soon as we find a photograph of Vic Morath... The real one from Rollo. It took almost two days to find a picture. We went through newspaper files, breeders' publications, cattlemen and ranchers' journals, county fair souvenir books. Captain Stinson found what I was after.
1: Chase, look. Is Marath one of these?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's it, Captain. That's Marath in the
1: center. Group picture. Who are the others? Picture comes from a breeder's journal. Caption says it's the Marath Ranch Rodeo Team. Had the highest group score at the Rollo, Rollo Rodeo in
2: 1946, two years ago. I want to see if Stern or Chalmers, the banker, can identify Marath as the man who sold those calves. Well, we know it wasn't Marath, Jase. The signatures didn't match. They don't have to. Morath is left-handed. He might have endorsed the check with his right hand just to cover up. Hey, Jace may have something there. It's worth trying. Stern has been released. I'll call him at his ranch and have him meet us at his bank in Abilene. How about it, Stern? Is this the man, the bareheaded one in the center? No, no, Ranger. Uh, I never saw him before. How about you, Chalmers? Is this the man who presented the check? No, no, it isn't. Another washout, Chase. And uh, let me see that picture again. Sure, here. I am. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, this fellow on the end, right here. Uh, you look at it, Chalmers. Why, yes. Yes, I believe that is the man. One of the cowpokes, huh? Come on, Kurtz. We're going to visit the sheriff at Rollo. Yeah, yeah, I know that feller. Quit working for Morath about a year ago. Bought himself a little ranch not far from Morath, uh, over near Comanche Gulch. Cowpoke has to be pretty thrifty to buy a ranch. What's his name? Uh, Buzz Black. Better get over to Comanche Gulch, Jace. Yeah. Thanks, Sheriff. Sure, glad to be of service. Well, we're going to be able to tell Morath who's been using his name. We don't have to tell him. I got a hunch he already knows. What makes you say that? Black didn't go back to pick up that check. Somebody warned him those cattle were getting hot. That means Morath. But if he's in on it, why would he let Black use his name? Because he's smart false signature makes him look like an innocent victim. His reputation is good. And as soon as we went to him, he knew we were on the trail, and he told Black and the others to lay low. Right. Let's get Black for a starter. All right, Black, drop your hands. Huh? You scared me right Oh, sure, sure. Uh, I don't know what this is all about, but I. It's about an old man who was shot to death while you were running off some of his cattle with an L brand. Me? Oh, you're crazy. I know. We have... got three people who can identify you a man who bought the calves, banker who cashed a check, and the commissioner who bought the steers in Fort Worth. All right. So what? I, I found the cattle out at Camp Hood, I- You don't find cattle with a brand on them. They weren't mavericks. You better talk, Black. I'll talk when I see a lawyer. You wait that long and Marath will run out and you'll be facing it alone. That old rancher was murdered. I didn't shoot him. I I swear it, Ranger. No jury's going to believe you. Unless you tell us who did it and we find the gun he used. All right. All right. It was Marath. He started the whole thing was his idea. Who rode with you? One pokes from here. Six from Marath's place. What's that? Rather taken off in a brush, Chase.
3: Stop, yo!
2: Too late. He made cover. Isn't the Morath Ranch over that way, Black? Yeah, yeah, that was my rider. Must have sneaked up and hurt us. I'm going to handcuff you to this wagon. Now wait a minute, I'll... We'll be back for you later. Come on, Kurtz. They'll know we're coming now. They'll scatter, Jase. We better call headquarters for more units. We put through the call and headed for Morath's ranch in a car, hoping to beat the rider. He must have stopped on the way and phoned Morath because the ranch was clear when we got there. Ah, they cleared out, Chase. Better get the horses out of the trailer and start tracking. Wait a minute, Kurtz. Look at this driveway. Funny marks. Yeah. Brush trailing behind a truck to wipe out the tracks. I've seen that before. And this is fresh. A branch caught in the edge of that mesquite when they turned into the road and snapped it. The brake is new. That means they're heading for the highway. Probably all riding together in the truck. There'll be an arsenal on wheels. Come on. Units we called for can set up roadblocks and converge on them. Unit 10 to KTXA. Unit 10 to KTXA.
1: KTXA to Unit 10. Go ahead.
2: Subjects wanted for killing of Maury Buckler making getaway in cattle truck from Morath Ranch at Rollo. Check license numbers of vehicles registered to Morath.
1: Will do, Unit 10.
2: Subjects headed for main highway will probably turn south toward closest border point. Unit 10 and Unit 6 headed that way. Have other units converge on area and set up roadblocks with highway patrol. Units 3 and 8 nearby will notify them. We'll make direct contacts with units as we close in. Unit 10, 10-4. Kurtz, you can commandeer the sheriff's radio car in town. Give us a chance to spread out more. It's going to be like tackling a tank, Jase. Yeah. Break out a Tommy gun and put it on the seat. from all points. There were no side roads that weren't covered by our units. Morath and his men were locked in our ring. I kept my foot heavy on the gas pedal. Then far ahead as I approached the intersection of State 12, I saw the truck dip over a rise. Unit 10 to Unit 3. Unit 10 to Unit 3.
1: Unit 3, go ahead, Unit 10.
2: Subject's truck less than a mile ahead of Unit 10 nearing intersection point your area.
1: Ready for them, Unit 10. Unit 6 to Unit 10.
2: Go ahead, Unit 6.
1: Unit 6 now on main highway south of intersection.
2: Block highway at that point, Unit 6. Subjects are between Unit 6 and Unit 10 now unless they turn off.
1: Unit 3 has reached intersection point of State 12. We'll block off intersection.
2: Good, Unit 3. Unit 8 has blocked still further south if subjects break through. Closer to the speeding trucks that topped a rise and headed down toward the intersection of the state highway. I could see the sheriff's car Kurtz had borrowed blocking the road and Unit 3's car in the center of the turnoff. The truck skidded and started to make a turn and come back toward me. I swung my car across the road, grabbed the tommy gun, and jumped out. come out. All of you still alive, come out with your hands up.
1: You all right, Jace?
2: Yeah. How about you, Clint? I'm okay. All right, you men. Get over there and keep your hands up. I got them covered, Jace. One dead in the back there and a couple wounded. Hey, where's Barat? Around the other side of the cab. Dead. He came out shooting and I nailed him. Ah, there he is. Better break that rifle out of his grip. Ballistics can tell if it's the one that killed Buckler. He'll be the one, all right. Or he wouldn't have tried so hard to keep us from getting him. Vic Morath's rifle was positively identified as the one used in the slaying of Ranchamori Buckler. Buzz Black and the other men who had assisted Morath were given penitentiary sentences ranging from 20 to 99 years.
1: And now here's the Wheaties man, Frank Martin.
2: Another triumph for the Rangers. And another grand performance by our distinguished star, Mr. Joel McRae. And here he is with a few words for you personally about National Wheaties Week. I hope you're enjoying Tales of the Texas Rangers. And it would give me a whole lot of pleasure, partner, if I thought you'd go out and get a box of Wheaties tomorrow because of our program. Since it's National Wheaties Week, it's a pretty good time to get those Wheaties. Will you do that? Good night. Good night, Joel. You know, Wheaties and I were going to send you a free case of Wheaties. But uh, then we thought, oh, that's silly. Joel McRae eats Wheaties, so chances are his kitchen shelf is loaded. And what National Wheaties Week is really for is to get other people to eat Wheaties. Frankly, folks, it's to get you to know and appreciate the fact that there's a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. That's right, a whole kernel of wheat in every Wheaties flake. National Wheaties Week is for you to... Buy Wheaties and try them and see for yourself how Wheaties at 7 can help at 11. So no free Wheaties to you, Joe. Uh, you can buy them just like all the rest
1: of it. Right, folks? Now don't forget, Breakfast of Champions. Come on everybody to the Wheaties party Eat a lot of Wheaties like the champions do Dance together cheek to cheek This is National Wheaties Week Eat a lot of Wheaties like the champions do Wheaties are breakfast of champions Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of The Texas Rangers Soon be seen starring in the Universal International Technicolor production Saddle Trent. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Tom Tully, Bert Holland, Joe Duvall, Byron Kane, Paul Dubuff, and Bob Cole. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murcott, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keach. Hal Gibney speaking. And this is the Wheaties man,
2: Frank Martin, inviting you to listen on Wednesday night to Brian Donlevy in Dangerous Assignment on the Wheaties Big Parade. See you then. And remember, it's National Wheaties Week. Tomorrow, Sam Spade cuts a caper and Robert Merrill sings on NBC. NBC.
0: Thanks for joining us for Tales of the Texas Rangers with Joel McRae. This is your host and storyteller, John Hagedorn. This is 1001 Stories from the Old West. Reviews are always appreciated. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll be back soon.